You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Living the good fat life with your host Karen and Sherry. They'll help everything align for your body, soul, and mind. The good fat life. Whether change comes slower dramatically, the good fat life will help you sort things out organically. All right. <laughs> Seems like we just did this, right? Because we yeah. just did it uh, Thursday, but I'm so glad to be back again. I could do this yeah. every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so excited about today. And, I know. And our topic today, it's it's fun. Yeah. We um, are really living a good fat life. I mean, yeah. once again, we have great friends, like um, just people we would have never met beside, you know, without the podcast. And I'm really excited to have um, two people here today that we wouldn't have met if we didn't have a podcast and if we didn't know Matt and Jamie who introduced us to them and. Yeah, so it's just yeah. Like shows and, you, yeah. And it's also fun to hear what's going on in other parts of the country. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And so our guests are from Atlanta today. Yeah. <sighs> um, and we met them first on the Man Cave Happy Hour um, podcast, right? Right. Um, yep. Yep. Um, Michael Shore from Victory Spirits and Joe Lewis Bourbon and also Tanya, which I'm sorry, I'm forgetting her last name, but cool. wait, Tanya Cole. Thank you, Tanya. <laughs> Tanya. Sorry, Tanya, don't take a person. I'm terrible <laughs> with my names. I, I very okay. rarely remember my own. Just uh, yeah. And so we thought it'd be great to have you guys today. Thank you for coming, Tanya and Michael. Um, we thought we'd talk about spirits and the holidays and um, what that looks like and maybe make some uh, great drinks, see what people are up to and um, see what uh, Jola's Bourbon's doing now. So um, welcome back, guys. Well, well, sort of welcome back, hey, right? Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having us. Of course. Uh, no, it's always great to be able to have a cocktail at 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and make it palatable, right? <laughs> Socially acceptable. Yeah. yeah. I'm current. Yeah. I'm always trying That's to right. find new ways to do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, you know, it's actually, um, do you, uh, here's a little, here's a little trivia for you. Okay. Um, and Tanya, you may not know this. By the way, Tanya is a, is a Joe Lewis bourbon ambassador. Yes. Um, and she'll, she's, as things are opening up, she's hosting events and tastings and, uh, uh, you know, in, in this area and also in other markets. Uh, and I, uh, and, and she's also the host of uh, Making of Champions podcast, which is on Thursday. And that's where we introduce uh, uh, people to boxers, professional and amateur athletes who are inspiring a new generation, which is all we're trying to do um, in in bringing back the the Joe Lewis bourbon brand uh, and and really uh, reach out to a whole new generation. Um, so it's and it's not all about bourbon, yeah. But it, <laughs> right. but the bourbon's important, right? So, well, uh, then the um... so here was my little piece. I'm sorry, oh. I talked so much. I forgot to tell you what the little, the oh, little okay. trivia. That's was. okay. We're gonna make we're gonna make a, a low carb uh, version of an old fashioned today but did you know that the old-fashioned originally was considered a morning drink right oh, it was like that really? shot of courage <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. nice so what what time when, in the morning and, and, yeah <laughs> and when yeah. was this when did it when did it originate? switch over yeah this one well cocktails really uh mixed drinks really were mid-1800s 1860 70 um but prior to that people just drank straight 
whiskey. They didn't mix things. So uh, the old fashioned actually um, was two things. You mentioned uh, you, someone asked uh, or asked about bitters, which is an important ingredient to many cocktails, uh, whiskey based cocktails. But the original reason for bitters and bitters were were, were like a, a medication. There is an alcohol content, but it's a very high um, uh, amount of, of fruit and, and spice and flavor. By the way, that's my staff. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm handing out um, chewies. That's yeah. um, Jerry has to do that for me, yeah. too. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> right. um, but anyway, the, bitter, the bitters would disguise the, the, the harsh alcohol uh, both um, smell and and finish in those in those early pretty rough, not too well distilled alcohols. Oh, okay. um, over the years, they've just become part of the flavor profile, and they do add like in a, in an old fashioned. You know, there's all kinds of different bitters. There's Angostura bitters, which are mm-hmm. the traditional bitters. Those are really Alpecho uh, um, bitters, and, and and there's orange bitters, which are really what's favored. Uh, in an old fashioned, uh, and it's really like a cardamom orange. Uh, really, uh, uh, I don't know what to call it. It's not. It's, it is distilled, but they're really, you know, it's really brewed, and you've got a very concentrated flavor. So it adds a layer. But um, I thought that was interesting. It was a morning drink, yeah. And, and the bitters came in because it was a little too early to get all this alcohol. <laughs> so they would. Yeah. I think that's why you throw an orange in it, right? You just throw yeah. an orange in it, then it's breakfast time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. so put, you could put an egg, I guess. <laughs> so, okay, well, who's going to walk? Who's going to walk us yes, through this right. first drink? Um, should should I should uh, we try to do it together here? Or well, sharing us? I know that you. Um, we probably should share a little bit of knowledge about yeah, tell us bourbon and the carb. Yeah, yeah. The carb. Uh, you know, because I think people assume that uh, a light beer would be much uh, lower in carbs and healthier. Um, but the truth is that, uh, you know, even a hundred calorie light beer, an ounce and a half a 1.5 ounce, which is basically, you know, I usually do a two ounce uh, pour of, of bourbon, but a 1.5 ounce is like 97 calories and zero carbs. Um, so your, your best and healthiest alternative would be to pour a two ounce pour. Okay. We lost him. Uh-oh, we lost him. <laughs> we completely lost him. <laughs> oh, okay. Tanya, can you hear us? I can. Okay. I think he'll hop back okay. on. Yep. But I think he's going to suggest to uh, take this bourbon just straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think All so. All right. Well, I I'm going to do a two-ounce pour while he's rest. saying. Yeah. Um, but I know that out of all the drinks um, that I know about, I know the old fashioned comes in. At the here, oh, here he is. Okay, hey. here he is. Hi, Michael. Okay, so two ounce pour. My strain to show you my, my pour. What I was going to say is that a two ounce pour, which I basically in a in a whiskey glass, it really is to the center of the uh, of the uh, the, whole, the wide part. Okay. Uh, I'll cheat because I have my bourbon um, analytics glass, and it's pretty much just to below that little. Uh, circle. Okay. So that two ounce pour would be about 125 calories, 130 calories, uh, and a zero carb. So that's your healthiest way um, to drink uh, low carb. And so, Michael, can you talk a little bit about the glass? 
That glass is such yeah. a unique shape. Well, this is actually called a Glencairn glass. Uh, it was developed by uh, originally by the Glencairn Scotch uh, Company, and it really is. It's a it's a whiskey tasting glass. Um, it has a concentration so that the air, like a wine, um, you know, the the air is able to have maximum surface area, liquid to oxygen, but it also concentrates, as you see. Um, a little bit more dramatically than a wine glass, um, but it concentrates so that you can do the nose, which is extremely important. Yeah, um, yeah. We know about it for wine, but you know that's when I don't know if you don't have a glass to do this, but Tony, you probably do. Um, but um, yeah, I'm going to do it, it with just you, gives you uh, an experience. And then the other um, element of tasting, um, really any uh, any alcohol, any spirit or wine. Uh, I'm sure you can have experience. Yeah. So just do a little neat. Yeah. Um, And neat means no ice. Yeah. We'll start with the neat. Yeah. Which is perfectly fine. And and, uh, in a glass like this, you don't. But, uh, you know, having um, whiskey on the rocks, uh, that would actually, you know, even make it um, healthier because you stretch. Get, add a little water too. Yeah, and, and a little, a orange so, is really where the health part comes. Well, in. the orange we're going to use when we, when we do the <laughs> yeah, cocktail. Right? Now we're just talking pure right. yeah. bourbon. It does. It and, smells and amazing. Do you know? I mean, uh, do you know what it takes for something to be called bourbon? No, please. Oh, I think go. I know. A li- I think I know a little bit. I remember from last time. Um, it okay. has something to do with fifty-one percent rye. Is that correct? Corn. Yeah, corn, not rye. Corn. Yes, right. At corn. least fifty-one percent corn. Corn. Okay. No rye, right? Is that correct? And how many do you want to pick up, or do you want me to keep going? Is so, there? Keep going. No, right, it's, so it's at least it's at least fifty-one percent corn. Okay. Is there it rye? It has to uh, be aged in new American charred oak barrels, so new, not used. Okay. Although bourbon barrels, used bourbon barrels, are very popular for finishing uh, uh, other things. Port, scotch, uh, beer, mm-hmm. or double oaking. Right. Um, you know, double oaking is something you hear, and that's that it goes back into another barrel. Um, but it has to be, and it has to be aged for a minimum of, or equivalent of two years. Now, there's th- things that are changing in the world uh, as technology advances and aging acceleration, uh, where, um, you know, in 18 hours, something could be aged the equivalent of, you know, six months. Uh, but that's a whole, uh, that's a whole category. Wow. Um, just, yeah. Joe Lewis, like, Joe Lewis has made the old fashioned way. It is. Uh, and, and, it, the mash bill on Joe Lewis is different. It's uh, 60, uh, 66 percent um, corn. Corn. And, and where, where uh, is it made? It is made in southwestern Virginia, okay. right over the Kentucky border. Okay. Uh, climate is almost equal to where the, the best, you know, where the traditional Kentucky the uh, bourbon, bourbon. The limestone yeah. um, content of the water, which is very important. Um, that's why a lot of bourbon originally, it doesn't have to be made in Kentucky now, but a lot of bourbon originated in Kentucky um, for the same reasons that all racehorses are there. There's a high content of limestone in the water, which uh, for horses means that the grass has given, there's a lot of high calcium when they eat the grass for oh. strong bones for race horses. Wow. What it means for bourbon, it's clarity. The more limestone, uh, uh, the, the, the more clarity get, a natural clarity uh, in uh, the bourbon. So um, 
Yeah, so that's fascinating. fascinating. Now we know why um, bourbon and horses go hand in hand, hand, right? right. Yeah, that's interesting. That is fascinating. Now, you don't need to, bourbon no longer is, uh, you know, legally uh, something that happens in Kentucky, but it does have to be made in the United States. Uh, It can't be made in Scotland. It can't be made in, so as a result, bourbon, American whiskeys, uh, which bourbon is one of, right? All, all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. So, because you can have whiskeys that don't have 51% corn. You can have whiskeys that were not aged in new American oak barrels. Um, you know, they might have been aged in something else. Um, and that can't be um, bourbon. Um, so, so what makes a whiskey? There's a few other rules, but a, those are the most important. I'm sorry. What's, what makes a whiskey then a whiskey? Uh, it's st- well. It's still basically a, a, a distilled product. It comes from a mash bill. Now the difference is that Tennessee whiskey, like Jack Daniels, yeah, right, which is probably the number one selling mass uh, produced whiskey. Um, the difference with the Tennessee whiskey, and it's not called bourbon. But it's basically the, the mash bill can be the same, uh, but they run it through a charcoal, a cold filter charcoal process, which somebody you know created and decided was adding a little layer of something to it i don't know that i've ever noticed a real difference um, in that but that's tennessee whiskey then you've got rye rye whiskey which is basically it could be similar but it's just got a higher rye it's it's swapping the corn and the rye in most cases Uh, you also have high rye bourbons but the high rye bourbon still needs to have we have high wheat bourbons, but it's still bourbon still needs to have that at least 51% corn. Now it could then have, you know, 40, you know, 8%, uh, you know, wheat, uh, and, and 1% of something. So, um, that's just so interesting. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just like things you hear, but you never really know what it means. Yeah. Right. So, well, cheers. Let's right, try so yeah. it. Okay. Yes. Let's cheers. try a little cheers. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. I'm going to try one more time to show my camera down here without shutting it off. All right. And Sherry and I will make it along with you. Uh, there we go. Okay. All right. So, a couple of things we're going to make uh, is a low, cal- a low carb, old fashioned. And old fashioned is really simple. It's the classic cocktail. It's the first cocktail we talked a little bit about. And there's really um, very basic ingredients, which if I bring you back up to my (laughs) kitchen here, um, here's the secret ingredient. This is traditional. Here's bitters, orange bitters. We have have blood Um, orange bitters today. Different, especially for holidays. You've got orange, you've got blood orange bitters. Yes. That's good. I also like to add, now some people put traditional bitters with orange bitters. Uh, you know, when I say traditional, it's really just uh, the, the Angostura bitters, um, which aren't really fruit-based. But I actually am partial to hibiscus uh, mm. bitters. So I'll add a little bit. And I think especially for holidays, because it's red, there's a little bit more of a, of a red hue. Now, this is the secret ingredient, okay? Uh, monk fruit sweetener. Yeah, we got because that too, Sherry. The, carb, the carbs in, in, in these cocktails come from the sweetening ingredients, right? There's, there's, there's yes, there's some sugar and bitters, but with the two drops, you know, not going to, three drops, you're not going to change anything. But this is, um, this is one of a couple, and, and actually the liquid, if you can get it, 
Is he frozen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. He'll yeah. Come back. There is a liquid version. You said you have it, Cherry. You do I the do. Liquid. Yeah. I do. I have yeah. some. Yep. Do you ever use it in cocktail drinks? You probably didn't I, even I think about even using it. I never thought about it. Yeah, me neither. I, I really don't know. I, I'm really just starting to learn in uh, about cocktail drinks. Yeah, me too. Because I've, I've traditionally drank wine. Uh-huh. Right? And um, But what I've found is it's nice to have a little variety. Well, you, since meeting Joe Lewis, I was like, you know. Yes. Joe Lewis Bourbon, bourbon right? We haven't right. met Joe Lewis yeah, yet. Yeah, right, exactly. Joe Lewis Jr. yet. Not uh, yet. Um, yeah, so are you still trying um, new kind of bourbon drinks? I know this is like my second bottle of Joe Lewis Bourbon. Yeah. I love this stuff. It's so um I do too, and I've found that I've sippable. enjoyed um, I've enjoyed just learning more mm-hmm. about beverage and spirits and all of that kind of stuff. It's, it's um it's like adding a, a whole different level to entertaining or right. to or to dinner to mm-hmm. the cocktail hour. And, right. Yeah. And I'm and so yeah. And I, it's I, it makes you realize how um, important it is to put thought in everything you do because there is a history and there is a reaction um, to everything that you're doing. So it's important to like learn about things and. It, it is, and I yeah. just bought a. Um, there was a fundraising with Pepper Cheft, and I bought a cocktail, um, kind of like a bar set because mm-hmm. I didn't have one. And, right, and it's just it's just been fun. I'm learning. I'm learning. Um, uh, just learning about it. So it looks yeah. like we've lost this, yeah. them. Our, so well, I think we're going to keep going, right? So we're going to have a little bit more fun and keep trying to make this uh, recipe. God, God. Do you <laughs> have? <laughs> Do you okay. have okay? I so, have the recipe here. Okay, okay, so we already have the two ounces of bourbon in each of our glasses, which just smells okay. amazing. Okay, all right. Um, and now we want two dashes of orange bitter. So we have okay. the, um, the blood, blood orange. orange so just two oh, little drops. This is um, the. Yep. Okay, whoops. There you go. I the think bottle that's I have is it just looks more like a shaker. Oh, and like a fun spoon. Yeah. But the other thing you were saying, Karen, is like, and I love this spoon, and I love the glass that he was showing. Um, it's to be mindful. Yep. Right? And mm-hmm. just enjoy it. I don't want a lot of things. In fact, I've been clearing stuff out, as we've talked about. But the things that I do have, I want them to be um, exquisite. Right. And to sound good and to feel good and to taste good and smell good, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So we have the two dashes of orange bitters. Now we're going to do three drops. Definitely. All right, you guys. Um, yes, hey, okay. Exactly hey. So we just put the bitters in, guys. We lost you. <laughs> we do, you guys just came back up. What? We lost you. You guys just came back up. So we're, we have just put been... the bitters in. <laughs> so started. The, okay, we just put oh. bitters in. You haven't okay. been on this whole time. Start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take all the well, I'll, I'll recap. Here okay. okay. Thanks. So, Sorry. <laughs> this is a jigger. Typically, a jigger is either there's two sizes, there's either a two ounce. And a one ounce, which is what this is, or sometimes there's a one and a half ounce and a three quarter ounce. I think I have one of each. Okay. Here. This one is got smaller. So we have uh, some we have some comments here from a viewer yeah. who said that Jack Daniels could be a bourbon, but they chose to call it Tennessee whiskey. Oh, okay. Thank so you, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. That's good well, to know. It, it could be a bourbon. Can I always rely on they Bill? They didn't do the charcoal filtration, and if yes. Is that Lincoln County yeah. process? And thanks yes. for listening to the show, Bill. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, so, that's so, good. That's good. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry. So okay. you have an orange. Is that a blood uh, orange that you've got? That looks beautiful. Yeah. 
Oh, there he goes again. All right, I've just cut up our orange. It's just a regular old orange, but it's still beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we you are wanna, mashing yeah. that orange. Yeah, I'm snooping. I'm doing the best job. Here, you want to make try no, to make up pretty? No, try don't. to make up pretty. All right, it's it's in the knife. It yeah, it's so to stressful do up here, you guys. Now I know how Johnny Carson felt with all the animals <laughs> and trying to make a recipe. All right, we're back. All right, yeah, shoot. Okay, okay. All right, we were continuing, so yep. we kept your audience. Okay, okay, got it. <laughs> I was, you, I, you know, uh, you guys are you guys scored a major hit in getting blood orange bitters. All right, yeah. that's yes, good to know. Yes. I would also suggest I got blood orange. Because I'm not a big fan of fruit garnishes in an old-fashioned, but traditionally it's either an orange peel or a piece of orange and a cherry. Mm. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. That seems old-fashioned. <laughs> oh, we lost them again. All right. So we got two di- we got two dashes of the orange bitters in now, Sherry. And it says uh, three drops of no. the... Oh. No. Three drops of the Lincano liquid... Monk fruit sweetener. Um, I couldn't find the liquid. So, how much do you think is sugar wise? I don't is know, what's drop? It say on the back. Okay, that's a good idea. That's why you and I work. You're a, yeah. you're a directions <laughs> follower. I'm not. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, one teaspoon. That seems like too much. Yeah. I'm just going to put like a teeny tiny. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Front of this. Does that, that seems about right, doesn't it? I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. All right, we'll put that in. All right. <laughs> Then we want, um, so I put the sugar in. Here, Sherry, you're going to put the monk fruit in. Okay. What Sweetener. about, how, how do we put the orange in? I think you just, uh, like, twist it and put it in. Um, let's see. And then two teaspoons of water, which I'm not sure why we need that, but must um, help with the harshness, I'm guessing. So what I do you do? What, what are you so doing much. for the holidays, and how does drinking come to play um, in your holidays? So um, I know sometimes it's a good thing for families, a bad thing for families. It's it's definitely something we need to talk about in wellness, like um, yeah, to, it, you know. So it's gorgeous. Um, I mean, I had it last night <laughs> as a nightcap, and it, it wasn't too much. It was just light and refreshing, and you know, just went off to bed. So. It was perfect. I think we have to see if our hosts have been caught up. We've been, we've been, um, we made the finished drink. Okay. Um, where, did, where did we lose? Uh, I think how, we're at a finished drink as we well. Need, we <laughs> need to know how much orange. Right how much <laughs> orange? We're just drinking. <laughs> just yeah. like a typical holiday party. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. It's just all, yeah. So tell us about the orange, how much orange we put in of the fruit. Yeah. Are you really, I just made one little um, slice and squeezed a little little bit in it now you can do two things that i put the fruit in. i normally don't i put the fruit in because we're making holiday and you got a blood orange but another thing to do and and this is really if you have a zester um there's two ways to do orange peel one is to to get um one of those you know your thing you use for the zucchini uh and take a nice thin slice of just the orange rind and if you want to get fancy if you light your lighter and squeeze it as long as it's not a navel orange you'll get a nice little show of him, which is what bartenders do. But oh, right. Wow. Okay, that's the fancy, yeah. I like, I like to take uh, and create a nice little spiral, right? Mm-hmm. And get as long as we can go. Some good nice skills there. <laughs> yeah. 
We can't see you, but we imagine it looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> can you can we're you tell us? Some technical. Yeah, we're having a lot. Yeah. Right. I'll be long enough. I could keep going. But yeah. Now what we do, we take the um, our spoon and twist it like this. You know, I'm taking notes, Michael. <laughs> Just like that. Tanya, are I you cooking? Shape, we... And then I'm going to drop it into the drink. It didn't quite hold its shape, but uh, then you drop that into the drink. Oh, that sounds amazing. So we can't you see you. Also it, you can also put it on a cocktail pick. Yeah. Uh, Oh, okay. so you can wrap it around a cocktail pick and just put it. And the key, look, with garnish, it don't overfruit any of this. It's it's honestly, it's the flavor is even if you did nothing but um, did what I did to 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 create that zest over the glass, right? Um, you get, you know, the orange oils. Mm -hmm. Same thing for lemon and lime, and that actually is where most of the flavor is. Um, it's not so much the fruit. Um, the fruit is where the juice comes from, but we're not really looking in most cases. Now that's different. We're going to do another drink if we have time, which is more based on needing lemon juice. Uh, and there are cocktails for that. But anyway, so this is an old fashioned. I've double fruited it. Uh, and um, cheers. 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 Yeah, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's the carb load on that version versus the original version? Great question. Uh, zero. Okay. Zero carbs. Um, let me see if I even know what the original version would be. Um, well, I know that a, a, a 16 ounce pint of beer is 170 calories and 15 grams. Um, yeah. So a shot of bourbon is 97 calories and zero carbs. So this really would be, there's no carbs in here. The very, very minimal. I mean, maybe it would be 0.5 from the bitters. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a yeah, perfect it's fall drink, awesome. fall drink, isn't it? It's very like yeah. heartwarming yeah. and um, easy and um, goes down smooth. Yeah, and I like Hold on, I got more chicken things coming oh. up. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, exactly. So, Tanya, are you, what are you doing for the holidays? And uh, do you have a signature cocktail that you'll make for the holidays? Or what, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? You know, for Thanksgiving, um, you know, I'm not going to get a chance to see family, so I'm going to be at home. Um, I'm going to probably order something uh, gorgeous from the Capitol Grill. They'll do the cooking for me. And as uh, <laughs> nice. far as a, a holiday drink, I will um, – I old-fashioned is my go-to for everything. But, um, you know, I'll just probably drink whatever makes me happy. And, of course, uh, <laughs> and thankful. something uh, yeah. with some Joe Lewis in it, of course. For sure. Yeah. So nothing too complex this year. Just yeah. Making it through the holiday. Yeah. How about just, you? Uh, we're going to go to my sister. She's going to host. It's going to be very casual. Uh, just people are going to show up in their pajamas or sweats. It's going to be very <laughs> just kind of lay around, be be together kind of thing. That sounds good. Yeah. All right, Michael, so, we can't yeah. see you, but are you but, making another? Yeah. So well, tell us I'm, about the I'm other drink. skipping ahead here. Okay. okay. Because um, we are going to, we're now on to another cocktail. Pardon me. That's uh Eat your chicken strips. Uh, <laughs> I said you forgot the ketchup. <laughs> you know, they don't know. Uh, okay. So now we're going to make something. It's actually uh, a strawberry uh, uh, basil 
bourbon smash, but we've named it AKA, right? Mm-hmm. What did we name it? Joe's Christmas Smash. <laughs> Joe's Holiday, holiday Punch. Christmas Smash. <laughs> Joe's Holiday Punch. All right, so here are uh, the, the ingredients, basically. This, uh, three strawberries, which I have already sliced and uh, taken the leaves off or de-hulled. Um, three fresh basil leaves, which I already have. They're all in this glass I'm about to model. Mm-hmm. I'll teach you we're going to put um, an ounce of um, fresh uh, lemon juice, which I actually just poured in, into there. Uh, and then we're going to take some black pepper, uh, a teaspoon of black pepper. That's okay. I heard of some black uh, pepper bitters the other day. Well, that's, you could use black pepper bitters if you want to. I know. I was um, trying to remember what uh, it was. Black- does everyone know what muddling involves? Yeah, but you can explain yeah, it for ahead. our listeners. Yeah, basically, muddling. This is a muddler, and I have two kinds. I have this kind that has like a flat bottom, which is really good for when you have fruit like strawberries, although it does get clogged up. And then there's one that has more rounded edges, which uh, is also is good to finish it. Uh, but I need this first uh, to so this basically there's uh, the lemon juice, this uh, the strawberries, the basil. Uh, and a little pepper, but I'm now going to muddle, which is crush and release all the juices from both the leaf, the three three basil leaves, and the three sliced strawberries, and the lemon juice, and create kind of a puree. Okay, now I'm going to use my other muddler, so I got the most of the crushing done. Now this is going to be more of a and what have you. Okay. Now I am going to put the bourbon in. I have not put the bourbon in yet. I'm going to conveniently use the bourbon from my earlier drink because it's 11.30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally understand. We're stirring a little bit more and muddling, uh, and, and then we will strain it. Okay, then. Great. And pour it into a rocks glass over ice. There's just some lovely little pureed fruit in there. And what kind of a what kind of a glass are you using, Michael? This is this is called a rocks glass or a short glass. Okay. Um, And that's they're known either way. And this is really. A good, this is your classic. This glass would be for an old fashioned. It's for this. Most whiskey cocktails are in a glass like this. Now, especially when they have ice, but you can also do it neat. Um, if you were doing it, this is really what you drink if you know you're just drinking it neat. Um, but there's no reason you can't drink out of this. Uh, and then also, if you're having a Manhattan or another mixed cocktail, you know, Manhattans, there's two ways to have them up or um, on the rocks. So up means like served in a martini glass or a cocktail glass, um, where just like we did with the old fashioned, it's chilled and then it's poured without ice in the glass. Um, And then if it's on the rocks, it's on the rocks. I always prefer my Manhattans um, to be up. Um, Now the the last Mm -hmm. part of this, all these things which are really important is that to make it that holiday look, 
Here, I'll see if I can show it to you this way. No, okay. To make it that holiday look, you know, one thing you can do with basil and mint um, is you take it and you slap it. And if you slap it, it releases a lot of the flavor. So I would just put that in there. And then I would take a little, make a little angled slice of strawberry and put it in there so that most of the strawberry is on the inside of the glass. And now you have- Beautiful. Right, it's holiday looking. Now this is traditionally a, a go-to summer drink, but I like it all year round. And mm -hmm. I think especially on the holidays. Now, when you slap the you slap the mint, what did you slap that on? Like on the cutting board or something? Because we can't see you, Michael. Oh, on your hand. Okay, okay. and then well, like release. Yeah. You just put. You just put. Um, I just. I have a little basil plant here. So. Okay. You just take it. Same thing for mint. This is really done uh, a lot for mint leaves. I do it for basil also because it really does release an aroma. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds kinky from this end. Yeah. It sounds like a smack. <laughs> you can never put too much in. No. Right? You know, I I've had some of the best cocktails that it's like half, it feels like it's like a tree of mint in there. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, same thing for basil. So. No, it sounds um, I love love it. that this is like mindful, right? Yeah. And so it's, it's, you're making this beautiful drink to make a lovely presentation to your, yourself or your guests. Yeah. Um, and you don't need to overdo it, but you right. can put as much in or as little in as you want. Right. Simple. But it's, so mm -hmm. it's, but it's part of the experience. Mm -hmm. And did so. you feel stressed out making those, Michael? Did it feel pretty easy? <laughs> Do I look stressed out? <laughs> well, I don't know. I can't see you we right now. We can't see you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're having technical Yeah, we can't see you. We didn't see so any of that. TV. Yeah. <laughs> we so, see, okay. see something yeah. totally so, different. Um, me, can, I, can I turn the conversation to Tanya a little bit? Yeah. Sure, of course. You know, one of the things that's, um, I think, fascinating, um, and I, I do think traditionally that um, women were um, not embracing, I don't say all women, but the, the, the consumer... Um, was generally a male consumer of, of bourbon and whiskey. Mm -hmm. And that really is shifting significantly. Uh, and I know that um, Tanya, you know, was how many, only a few years ago where you discovered. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, just basically, I would say a year and a half ago. And it's been on fire ever since then. Yeah. So um, pretty much on hand at my house, I probably have at least... <laughs> I think 52 different bourbons on hand, um, lots of bitters, uh, lots of glassware. Um, so I like to play around with it, experiment with it, um, cocktail straight, however you want to try it, uh, cook with it. I'm willing to do it. So uh, I know I agree that um, it was one of those things that was kind of intimidating at first. But once you learn more about bourbon, um, you become uh, more comfortable with it uh, because it's such a great product, such a great spirit. So it's kind of a lifestyle, not. isn't it, Tanya? It's kind of a lifestyle, oh, the whole bourbon. It yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It is. How did you come about trying bourbon for the I mean, I'm guessing you didn't try it for the first time a year ago, but how did you come about uh, trying you know, it and I loving it now? I did try it for the first time about a year ago. Oh, OK. OK. So you never I had it before. OK. Um. You know, I, I wish I could tell you that, but I was at a, a Dave Chappelle event. Fun. And I was in the VIP room um, there. And so I looked at the bartender. I was just like, just give me something that's good. And she was like, okay, fine. And um, she gave me four roses. 
And um, from there, I was like, you know, I've got to have it. And yeah. I've been sort of hunting and collecting ever since. So it is a, sort of a new adventure for me. Um, but it's so good. So um, how can you not? Right. So I, will- You know, you, oh. you touched upon the culture. And I think there's so many elements to cocktail culture that really are, are about American history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's the fact that um, America, you know, in the in the post prohibition. And I mean, in the speakeasy days, that was, you know, huge piece. And then post prohibition, uh, America, um, you know, really is, is where people started experimenting and exploring, um, in, in different ways, but it really wasn't, you know, and, and, and initially it wasn't, people weren't drinking vodka in the forties and fifties. They were drinking, sure. There was some gin, but it was mostly whiskeys and, and bourbon. And, um, and it's kind of interesting because bourbon, American whiskeys peaked in the United States in terms of sales volumes in 1970 at 36 million cases of American whiskeys were sold. Last year, um, 26 million cases of American whiskeys. So we haven't even re- returned to that level uh, uh, because so much of the market is um, vodka um, and increasingly tequila. Um, but the, the year-over-year growth of bourbon in particular has been exponential. Uh, and it's also been interesting that it's new audiences, uh, not mm-hmm. just women, but it's millennials. And, and, and a lot of it has to do with getting back to this culture. There's a, there's a history. Bourbon is the only true American spirit. The only spirit mm-hmm. that, that, that Congress has determined how it is to be made and, 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 you know, uh, and what's the origin uh, and, and it's the only spirit um, in America uh, that has that. And there are so many great stories of, um, of brands and variations on brand that we're just blessed to be uh, able to tie this together with the story of Joe Lewis. Because mm-hmm. Joe Lewis represented uh, the first African-American uh, American hero. He wasn't just a boxer. He was, he was really a champion for the, of the world. You know, the most famous um, moment was his second bout against Max Schmeling, who represented Nazi Germany. And, you know, it was a, a knockout, <laughs> you know, uh, and, uh, um, and and that really um, uh, opened doors for a lot of people. And he had to struggle through a lot um, and, and not just in, in boxing, even in golf. And we're learning so much about how if it weren't for Joe Lewis, the PGA's, you know, Caucasian rule um, would never have been challenged, uh, or at least not at the time that it was. So he, he represents a lot of history, um, mm-hmm. and it's fitting. Um, uh, he released a bourbon in 1952, um, three years after his, he retired first time from, from boxing, and he was being more of an entrepreneur, and he was involved in food and food and drink mm-hmm. because that's what he believed Life was, you celebrated every victory with family, friends, and food and drink. Mm-hmm. And there's no, there's no um, you know, uh, secret that that's why uh, uh, the family, after all these years, uh, is seeking to, you know, um, reignite or, or, or reengage new audiences to understand what he represented through um, whiskey and mm-hmm. through restaurants. Uh, and, um, and, and I've had conversations with his youngest son, um, Jojo, um, and he shares this. He, he, he said, my father just, you know, 
he loved just celebrating with family and friends. Um, you know, at the same time, here was a here was a man who uh, you know was involved in the spirits industry, yet he was very rarely seen uh, drinking alcohol. Uh, he was always had a coke mm-hmm. uh, because he was very mindful of his the importance of being a role model, uh, and that didn't mean that you know you you. you you, you, you abstain. It means that you know you understand that there's power in the visuals, and there's power in being a role model. And that's just another another element of his story that um, that we're so proud that we're able to bring such a, a fine bourbon together and, and bring it to life for for new audiences uh, and and make it more make it part of not just the cocktail culture, which I think is very cool and I'm obsessed with. Look, I got two dogs named Ella and Louie. You know. <laughs> Uh, you know, um, but, uh, uh, you know, I think it's, it's beautiful. And we've, you know, hopefully when the world gets back, we've got big plans for Joe Lewis bourbon in terms of tying in with music and culture. Um, we've got uh, a a next release planned for next year, um, that is going to celebrate the Harlem Renaissance, Mm -hmm. that aspect of, because Joe Lewis played uh, a major role as a social socialite or a cultural icon uh, having to do with the clubs, the cotton club and being out and about in Harlem and giving pride and, 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 you know, showing, um, you know, showing strong as, Hey, I'm in my white tux and tails. <laughs> right. right. I'm so there's just so many layers. It's kind of like a great cocktail. There's a lot of layers. Oh, it's fascinating. Fascinating. Well, that this is, and that's um, for good fat life. Uh, those are the things that uh, make our hearts sing, right? Mm-hmm. A story that is about um, personal courage and doing what speaks to you in a way that that has high integrity, and it helps people be their best selves. Um, and it celebrates. It brings community together. And it's just got so many, and it's fascinating, right? Right. It's just, it's got mm-hmm. so many, so many, um, like you say, layers to yeah. it. Yeah. And I love that Tanya's doing it and putting a, a, a female face to the boxing industry as well, because I'm sure that's changing and leaves and bounds n- now too, as well, which I didn't know anything about boxers, but um, it's good to know. And like people like Joe Lewis and Muhammad Ali, like they really have changed the world. And it's great to be able to, uh, benefit from these products too and know that they're going to like uh, a good feeling a good space a good family you know so we're all about that a good well, it's all yeah. we should we should not ignore the fact that there is a true cause marketing aspect to joe lewis bourbon and that is that um a dollar from every bottle sold is um, donated to usa boxing which supports uh, team usa our olympic uh, boxing effort as well as youth programs and under under the umbrella of USA Bob is Golden Gloves, which are the amateur tournaments okay. that happen around the country. And a percentage of the sales in all of the markets that we bring this to go back to the Golden Gloves programs in that community. And that's important uh, to us, but it's important to the family, and I hope it's important to the consumers, because those are the programs that are helping to lift up kids who might otherwise not have opportunities and this, you know, and I didn't understand this. I was not into, I didn't understand. I thought fighting was just violent, but Mm -hmm. we've, I've learned so much. I know as well, just in terms of the kind of character 
the kind of um, you know commitment that it takes, uh, the kind of takes a village, mm-hmm. you know, people wow. together to to uh, to help promote and and you know and 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 create. Um, that's why the show is called The Making of Champion. What's it really take? You know, uh, and that's what we need more of in today's world: more champions and more more hope and more opportunities for people, young people, all colors, all whatever, you know, I'm not saying it's all one or the other, um, to find something that is going to give them, you know, a, a runway um, to succeed. And, and that's what Tanya's been done such a great, she and Marquise are doing a great job in, in getting to know some of these fighters, not so much just for the stats, you know, the, the, the W's and the L's and the, KOs and the, you know whatever, but it's it's about what makes them tick as people and what who was it that inspired them, and so yeah. often it's their mothers. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Gotta love mothers, right? Right. Yeah. So, no, that's there. it's. Yeah. This is all. Um, brilliant, and it makes our hearts sing, and we are delighted to be able to be here and and just starting to be part of this story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's well, it's a big deal, it. you know. It just yeah. is the beginning. It just feels like it's the beginning of um, so much more to learn and experiences to share. And uh, we just feel really blessed that we can um, do our part in helping you share what you guys are doing. Yeah, and open new minds and new yeah. point of views. And yeah, and bridge. I will say yeah. that I've lost ten pounds since I switched from wine to bourbon. There you go. So. There you go. <laughs> Watch out. You know, it's been since COVID hit, but on the other hand, it's like, um, you know, and had all this new, new experiences along the way. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And look at all the great new friends we've met because of COVID and everything. And yeah. um, yeah, So, I mean. And so we're, we're just um, delighted. uh, And I mean this from, you know, from our hearts to be able to um, have these conversations and to learn more. And you've said a dozen things. I've been taking notes that I just want to, I want to follow up on and and learn more about and what you guys are doing. And, um, you know, and we appreciate you guys out there doing it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And it's been a little bit of a funky kind of a uh, podcast. podcast. <laughs> we made it work. <laughs> yeah. We had your back. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But it, that's pretty much how Thanksgiving and the holidays are going to go for people, right? You just right. got to, like, make it work. We just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. At, at yeah. our house, we persevere. Yeah. Well, and we've just kind of said that each day is a new day, and we're just going to be open and flexible to what shows up. Because Exactly. <laughs> um, that's right. And uh, and it's nice. Some days it's really nice to go. Hey, is it bourbon time? Right. Yet? Yeah. And today we're lucky. So, it yeah. Shows up at eleven o'clock for a yeah. drink. Right. <laughs> yeah. Thank well, you guys. As long as you're, as long as you're um, bourboning responsibly. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Always. Right. Yes. We'll we'll take our sippy. Our, well, we can't even put this in the car. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So to, to be continued, guys. Yeah. And try these uh, recipes on Thanksgiving, guys, and uh, let us know how you liked them. And we. Appreciate you guys being here so much, Tanya and Michael. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, thank you. And, Absolutely. And we'll, we'll be watching. And, uh, yeah, if you've got ideas on Good Fat Life cocktail ideas, mm-hmm. we'd love to hear them, right? All right. Thanks, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. We're thankful for you. Thanksgiving to yep. you, too. Thank yep. you.